jobs tend to come out after the Easter holidays because as teachers we have until May the 31st to hand in our notice if we wish to leave at the end of the academic year. So this content will focus on what to expect from an interview and interview prep. Now when preparing for an interview, the first thing we should do is research the school, find out what their mission statements are, what their values are, what their vision is. And then you can incorporate this into your answers to the questions they ask you in the interview. It shows that you care enough to actually look into the school, that you're actually interested in working for them and not because you just want a job. Even the morning of the interview, when you're sitting in reception waiting, look around, see if there are any certificates or awards being displayed that you could ask them about or you can incorporate into your answers to potential questions they give you. Now, preparing potential, preparing answers to potential questions will help you feel less nervous, more confident and feel like you're less likely that you're going to be put on the spot and worrying about thinking time and how long it takes to answer a question. So prepare potential, prepare answers to those potential questions. <clears throat> you are likely to be asked about safeguarding. You may have questions on what would you do in a specific situation where a student comes to you to disclose a concern and ask you to keep a secret. You may be asked what the signs are that you would look for that would make you aware that a student is being neglected. You may be asked whose responsibility is it to notify the LADO of a about a concern about a member of staff. So look at different questions that you could be asked. Ask other colleagues, ask your head, um, ask your head of the department, find out questions that could be asked so you can then prepare potential answers to those questions before your interview. Potential questions that you could be asked, examples are, would be how would you improve the outcomes of your students? How would you build positive relationships with students and parents? You may be asked about how you build positive relationships with your staff as well. How do you differentiate instruction to support students with diverse learning needs? What is your experience of students with EHCPs? And it's always important to remember to be honest. Just be honest to them. If you're unsure about something or you haven't got experience in something, it's always best to be honest. I was going from a mainstream teacher, mainstream PE teacher, to an SEM classroom teacher. And in my interview, I told them, I said that, I know that I'm going to have to change the way I teach. I know that I have to adapt the way I teach my approaches to teaching to support students with different needs, with severe learning needs, because I'm going from mainstream to SEN. And I've told them over the years, I've adapted and changed my teaching and I've used different teaching strategies to support my students so that I understand that that's going to be necessary for me when I'm going into an SEN, situation, SEN setting, a classroom teacher, because the students won't be able to cope with how I teach in mainstreams. So I'm going to have to completely alter the way I teach. And I was honest and I said that to them. And that's one of the reasons why they employed me because I was honest about what I needed to do. And I already identified what I needed to change so that I can get the best out of my students. So be honest, always be honest in interviews. Always ask them questions at the end. If they ask you, or if you have any questions, always ask them questions. And again, it's really good to pre-prepare these questions before you go into the interview. And by asking questions, it shows that you're interested in the school, you're interested in them as an employer, and you're interested in working for them. Recap your knowledge on SEN codes and abbreviations, policies, just in case you get asked a question about specific learning needs. Now, of course, I was going for an interview in an SEN provision. So I asked my centre at the time, my current at my school back then, if they wouldn't mind having a quick meeting with me. And she gave me half an hour of time where I could ask her questions about what certain things meant, 
how to structure my lesson, what to do with my PowerPoint presentation, what colours to use, how to deliver my lesson to the students. And she gave me some really valuable advice to support me when preparing for my interview. And of course, luckily, thankfully, it was a success. Now, this comes without saying, um, but it's really important for us to dress professionally for interviews. Now, as a PE teacher, for the PE interviews that I went for when I was completing my PGCE and um, becoming MQT, I always wore professional clothing, suit and booted, and took my PE kit in with me, unless I was told otherwise, unless they said, feel free to come in your PE kit. Um, because it just shows that you are professional, you can dress professionally and smart in certain situations. Yes, PE kit is professional for PE teachers. Um, when it came to an interview, it made more sense for me to go dress profession to dress professionally for my interview and get changed into my PE kit because there are schools now where PE teachers have to be dressed professionally in the classroom when they're delivering classroom-based lesson and not in their PE kit. So it just shows that you're taking that into account um, and that you care about how you look, your attire, and that you're professional in your appearance. Make sure you portray your passion for teaching um, and making a positive impact to young individuals lives so again going back to my interview one of the questions that i was asked was what did resilience mean to me and i told them that resilience to me meant to keep going and never giving up and i gave them examples of how we can overcome any challenge it's just about not giving up and changing your strategy you can keep trying and trying and trying to overcome a challenge or a barrier and if that doesn't succeed then all you have to do is change your strategy and try again and that's what i said to them it's about never giving up about always trying to link that to the students and how as a teacher that's what I wanted in my students I want them to develop the problem solving skills I want them to develop their resilience and become strong to overcome challenges and never give up and just to change and alter how they did things to ensure they had more success so portray your passion to let them know why you're into why you're in teaching why you love teaching so much so that come across in your answers to students don't try and plan um, an all singing and dancing lesson um, because that could be your downfall. Do what you've always done. Teachers, you've always taught. Because by over planning and planning too much and planning a singing and dancing lesson because you want to show off all, everything that you can do, that could lead to you losing focus in a lesson and losing track of where you're going. And that will hinder you in the long run in terms of potentially getting being offered the job. It's also important that we teach the lesson as if we've always taught it, as if we've always taught that class as if they were our own. So it's really important to deal with low-level um, disruptions if it happens in your interview lesson. I remember for my interview lesson, for my first teaching job, there was a student talking over me and I dealt with it there and then. There was a student chewing gum and I dealt with that there and then. I even sent them out of the room to put their gum in the bin, realised towards the end lesson they were still chewing and I kept that student back and I spoke to them. So deal with the class as if you've always taught them. Set your high expectations, set your rules and routines and deal with those low-level disruptions because it shows, it shows that you're a strong teacher, that it doesn't matter what situation you're put in, you will deliver your lessons consistently and fairly. Now, yes, you don't know their needs. You won't know their students and the students' needs because you don't know them specifically, but you should still manage the class as if it's your own. Um, because they'll be looking at how you're dealing with low-level disruptions. They'll be looking at your behaviour management. But they'll also be looking at how you scaffold and how you support students with learning needs or support students who are struggling in your lessons. So 
always teach classes as if you've always taught them. Implement the same rules and expectations. Implement the same strategies that you use. Unless, of course, you're going for an SEM role like I did and I had to alter and change how I did it completely to be able to get be successful at obtaining that role, getting that job. Practice your interview lesson. Practice it with a class and ask your mentor, ask head department, ask a colleague to observe you and give you feedback. It's always beneficial to practice. Now, this is something I was told as a PGCE student, even as an NQT, I was told to practice my lesson before an observation because I want to make sure that I could be successful. I want to iron out anything that didn't work well and alter things that I thought, no, that, that might not work, suit the class that I'm actually going to be doing it with. So practice it, do a trial run because it increases your confidence and it helps you iron out issues before delivery. But don't just practice your interview lesson, practice the actual interview with somebody, practice it with a colleague that you get on really well with, or not, you don't feel too insecure about performing and doing an interview with, get them to ask you questions and help you formulate answers. So again, increase your confidence for the actual interview day. Make sure you prepare an answer for why you're applying for that role. Why is it that you're applying for this specific role at our school? What is it about the role? What is it about our school? Make sure you prepare something for that question. Potentially you could get asked because but being put on the spot suddenly to have to answer that question can be quite difficult and awkward. So if you prepare an answer prior to that, that will support you again um, in being successful in obtaining the role. So again, for example, for my SEN school, that my interview that I had, I was asked, well, why now? Why are you going from 13 years of teaching mainstream PE to now wanting to work in an SEN school? And I talked about the fact that I have a family member who actually works in the SEN provision. She's talked about it with me before and told me about how it's what it's like and how fulfilling it is i said that i was looking for something more fulfilling i said that i wanted to make a bigger difference to kids lives i said that i knew that i was making a big difference to the kids that i was teaching currently now but i'd like to make an even bigger difference to someone's life help them overcome challenges that they face daily to, so they can then make a better contribution a more important value contribution to society so prepare a good detailed answer to help support your chances of getting that job. Now, if there are anything that you're struggling with currently when it comes to preparing for interviews or searching for interviews, if you'd like any guidance and support in terms of planning an interview lesson or wanting someone to check over your interview lesson or even having a quick conversation with somebody to help support you in preparing for an interview, then feel free to contact me. Just leave a comment below or DM me or email me and just let me know what you're struggling with and I'll be happy to help you out and support you in your journey to finding that school that's right for you.